This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the G Podcast, episode 106, Turkey Coma. Itis be damned. We are here, y'all. Give it up for those who made it today. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Came up out of that itis. Itis be damned. You know, food coma. We out of it. Yeah. Um, every week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B. Uh, and Tanya B is traveling. Tanya B might be in a food coma. She cooks so much. You know, I, what did she cook like? What is it, 40 pounds of turkey wings that she had in her fridge? Yeah. That's a turkey coma. But um, but Tanya B is not here. She uh, is on a well-deserved day off, week off, vacation, whatever you want to call it. Catch the bird wire, though. Seven times weekends, Friday and Saturday nights, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. That's Eastern and uh, Saturday at noon. And then Sundays, 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. And rumor has it she is working on an, a year-end Best of extravaganza uh, here on Castropolis Podcast Network. So you can check out her favorites or your favorites. And you can give us feedback. Y'all, you know, go to the network. There's a place where you can send us a message or you can go to her, click her logo and get her email address and social media and let her know what some of your favorites are, independent artists are, and and, and she'll hook it up. So that's going to happen at the end of the year. My brother from another mother is definitely in the building. He is here. Columbus, Georgia-based, Forsyth, Georgia-born. Y'all give it up for Vi, everybody. And and Vi, did you go see Mama? Did you I go? Did. Now I'm talking about your mama. <laughs> I did go see my mama. <laughs> okay, <laughs> mother. <laughs> okay, did she cook? What she cook? What she cook? Nah, mom didn't, mom didn't cook. She didn't cook this time. Okay, she had it all laid out for you. She's probably nah. catered. Or did you cook? Hey, no, I went to see my lady friend and she cooked. Oh, okay. Any chitlins? She, That's why I said that I you see your mama. Chitlins, uh, okay. I did Not get the chitlins. Hey, <laughs> you know why. some chitlins. <laughs> you know why. The country yeah, commentator got to have chitlins. I got some. <laughs> I to have me some of them chitlins now. Okay. Doodoo tubes. Just just can't eat anybody's chitlins. Though. So, so it must have been somebody you, sure? you trusted. Right? You show sure, you got that right. You sure cannot. <laughs> you do not eat anybody's chitlin. So good to see you, man. Glad you're back. That's right. Glad you're out of that itis, that food coma. And uh and he is here. You heard him. Hey, I ain't out of <laughs> I ain't out I'm of it either, here. brother. I am I am managing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still eating. I'm still eating leftovers. And uh and the one and only y'all give it up. He is in Dayton, Ohio, man. Ohio State. What happened, dog? What happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> Michigan Wolverines is what happened. Ah, I had a good laugh though. <laughs> Man, they were they were stunned because I didn't know. I, I was not aware that Ohio State like hadn't beaten Michigan. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Michigan had Michigan. not beaten Ohio State in like 16 years. Yeah, like once in the last 20 years. Wow, twice. Yeah. So yeah, uh, took time. a Harbor took a. Harbaugh took a pay cut to keep the coach Michigan this year because he had beat Ohio State. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. his alma mater, you know, you know. Yeah. So. But but it was a great game, man, and and it, it was amazing to watch it toward the end, man, because all the students came on the field. It's like the, the whole field was colored in Michigan colors. You know, it was crazy, well, man. 
you know, and it's yeah. like what ten degrees. Well, I'm not sure. I know it was snowing, and you had white yeah. boys out there with no clothes, no shirts on, clowning, clowning, and 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 the COVID still real. COVID is still real. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I I didn't see one mask. I didn't see one wow. mask. <laughs> no, no, you didn't see none. Nope. Mm-mm. So how you doing, man? Any 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 festivities? Any you know any chitlins up up in Dayton, Ohio? Anything to talk uh, about? It, it, yeah, yeah, we didn't do chitlins. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> everything cool up here. It's don't get cold. Yeah, you know. Yes. Actually, I was down that way for a quick couple of days and back. Like, choo, oh, choo. there you go. You know, we know. Mm-hmm. There he is. <laughs> That's probably somebody <laughs> shooting you a message listening to the show. <laughs> say, you better say I, I, I keep hearing that. It ain't my phone. No. <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's fine over there. Yeah. You can, you can see the look. Look at the look on his face. Look oh, at the look I'm on sorry. his face. I thought I put it on. I thought I had put it on silent. Yeah, I thought so. Too. Hey, but I'm still I'm still sticking with the Georgia Bulldogs winning it all. I'm staying to that. Okay. That's right. right. Well, you That's know right. what? Hey, let's do this at the um at to- at Tommy's corner. I, I got a couple of sports items because we haven't really had a sports discussion. And the ladies are off this week. Wyo uh, is out this week. You know, she sent her uh, poetic piece, though, for us to enjoy. So I'll play that at the end of the show. And, and of course, she's in Macon, Georgia, and at Overtime Bar and Grill in Macon every second and fourth Tuesday. So you can check Wyo out. But, you know, since the ladies aren't here, maybe toward the end of the show when we finish talking about the hot topics and all that. Because I got to ask y'all about that LeBron James fight. Um, you know, so we'll ask. I want to. I know. I got to talk. I got to ask you about that toward the end, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's do this. Um, You know, as we always do, uh, I want to thank Doug Kronizel, who came on last week from Ballotpedia, by the way. Um, He has some great information, of course, on just the elections in general, how to be prepared, how to get ready for the midterms coming up next year. And then definitely mention some information about the Atlanta mayoral race, which as we tape, that's going to be happening um, on Tuesday of this week. Uh, so that's a that's a big election. I'll talk to you all about this after we come out of news. So let's do news with uh, with Mike Roberts, our friend, Syracuse Mike. Here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. It was a case where the defendants wanted a video release because they thought it would prove they did nothing wrong. That's not what a jury thought when they convicted all three men this week for killing Ahmaud Arbery. The three faced nine counts each and were convicted of most. Travis McMichael was found guilty on all charges, including malice murder. He actually fired the gun that killed Aubrey in February of last year. The father, Greg McMichael, was found not guilty of malice murder, but guilty of felony murder. William Roddy Bryan, who recorded the video of the killing, was convicted on six of nine counts, including three counts of felony murder. Outside the courtroom, prosecutor Linda Donikoski was cheered. The jury system works in this country, and when you present the truth to people and they can see it, Right. They will do the right thing. Aubrey's mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, said her son can now rest in peace. And defense attorneys for all three men say they intend to appeal. That process won't begin until after sentencing. We still don't know when the three men convicted of killing Ahmaud Aubrey will be sentenced. Judge Timothy Walmsley said after the verdict was read that he would like to arrange for the sentencing in the next couple of weeks. Walmsley is actually a judge in nearby Chatham County. He said he needs to check his schedule there and compare it with dates available in the Glenn County court system. 
We now know that five people were killed and dozens were injured after the driver of an SUV plowed into a crowd at the annual Waukesha Christmas Parade Sunday in Wisconsin. The suspect has been identified as 39-year-old Daryl Brooks. He is in custody and police believe he was fleeing a domestic incident. Which was just minutes prior. And the suspect left that scene just prior to our arrival. That's police chief Dan Thompson. The chief said there was no pursuit. The five people killed in the crash ranged from age 52 to 81 years old. President Biden announced he is releasing 50 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to lower prices at the pump. We're launching a major effort to moderate the price of oil, an effort that will span the globe in its reach and ultimately reach your, cor- your corner gas station, God willing. However, it's unclear if this week's announcement will have a noticeable impact on gas prices, which have actually dropped in recent days. Researchers in South Africa are moving quickly to track the concerning rise of a new variant of the coronavirus. The variant harbors a large number of mutations found in other variants, including Delta, and it seems to be spreading quickly across South Africa. A top priority is to track the variant more closely as it spreads. It was first identified in Botswana this month and has turned up in travelers to Hong Kong from South Africa. Scientists are also trying to understand the variant's properties, such as whether it can evade immune responses triggered by vaccines and whether it causes more or less severe disease than other variants. They were known as the Groveland Four, and this week, after more than 70 years, they were cleared. The four young men were falsely accused of sexually assaulting a white woman in Florida. They have all passed away, but Thurgood Marshall Jr., the son of the late Supreme Court Justice, who represented the men when he was an attorney, says the decision was a long time coming. Perhaps more than any other case my father worked on, this one haunted him for many, many years, but uh, he believed that our better days were ahead. A group of white nationalists who organized the deadly Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, has been found liable by a jury of engaging in a conspiracy before the violent demonstration. The plaintiffs who brought the case were awarded more than $25 million in damages. But after three days of deliberation, jurors were unable to reach a verdict on two separate federal conspiracy charges over whether the group conspired to commit racially motivated violence or whether they had knowledge of it and failed to prevent it. I tell you, I am uh, super glad that at least um, they held them liable for that amount of money. And I, I hope it digs into the, the, the racist, the white nationalist pocket deep. So they have to dismiss and, and break down all the resources they have. So so mm-hmm. I uh, congratulate the uh, justice system for doing what it was supposed to do. And not only that, prayers to the family of Ahmad Arbery, great job uh, by the prosecution. Yes. It was methodical, man. Execution, delivering the facts. Just a job well done, uh, especially the folks who protested in Brunswick in support of justice. And, um, you know, I guess the next step right now is just the sentencing. Any thoughts, y'all? I hear you, uh, K-Dub. I'll go to you first. Oh, I'm glad they found them guilty. I think all of them should have been charged with what, what they call it, malice? Malice uh, murder. murder. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, some little stuff I was hearing, like they was like uh, trapping, getting like a rat or something. Yeah. It, it was just crazy. I was just crossing my fingers because if they would walk free, it, mm, who knows? I heard the Panthers was down there, the mm-hmm. big pastors and all that. So, yeah. good. We showed up, yeah, and yeah. justice was served. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Vi, any thoughts, man? 
Yeah, I was, I'm glad that it happened that they got found guilty. You know, I thought she had a, a very good case where she uh, laid it out, laid out the facts. I was just a little worried about the uh, the jury. Yeah, me too. The makeup of the jury. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's, on, that's the only thing that had me worried the makeup of the jury. Yeah. Other than that, I thought the, I thought it was a slam dunk where she where she presented the evidence. Yeah, the facts were there. And you know, it was, it was an interesting strategy, and and some folks were concerned about the fact that the prosecution didn't bring race into it but according to you know some of the folks who were actually uh, some of the lawyers that were analyzing the case um, the prosecutor didn't want race to be made an issue because they had you know an all-white jury with that with the exception of you know one black so they you know they felt that if the case had had been uh, a racially motivated situation versus the facts that the fact that the guy was a free man, running on a free road and he was attacked, you know, without provocation, which were really the facts. Um, they, she stuck to the facts. She didn't make it a racial situation and, and it worked in her favor, the prosecutor. So, so good job. Well done. Job well done. And, and you know, on the, on, on this thing in the Christmas parade, um, no sympathy for the murderer at all. This guy who mowed down, yeah. uh, I think it was five, but now I hear uh, a young, a, a small child died. Uh, which uh, took took the death toll up to six in in Wisconsin. Um, just absolutely no excuse, and and, and I don't want to hear anybody no. trying to justify this dude. I mean, come on. I I, I heard, um, you know, uh, was watching television and, and heard somebody, you know, try to excuse his behavior. No excuse for that. It was horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, just oh, what, no oh, excuse. That's I don't even want to get into it. But but you got people okay. out there. You know you know how it goes. You know, we're in a we're in a um, us versus them <laughs> environment. A lot of volatility yeah. and, you know, people want to say stupid stuff. So bottom line is, uh, you know, we are human. We're human beings, you know, and, and, and no, right. no one deserves that regardless. Yeah. You drive, you drive a car in the crowd. You can't get an excuse for that. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. And, and how, None. You, how, how can you and say, let you say your, 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 the brakes went out of some other than the brakes went out or whatever? No. How can you say you running from an altercation? I mean, I, I asked somebody, was there an invisible car behind him? Because I didn't see Dude was just, you know, there was. Uh, I don't care. If you run from an altercation, why run into a So what you think? You, your life is worth more than all them folks you go rent, you hit with that car? He was worth right. running from a knife or something like that. Dude, you in a car. I mean, get out your car and run. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> just jump out the crowd. <laughs> Damn. Park yeah. the car and running and running the crowd. I think you had a better chance to survive running in that crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pr- prayers go up to those families and those individuals. Just, uh-huh. just unnecessary. And also, you know, Biden uh, releasing the gas, I, I think, is a good move. Even if it doesn't, if it only impacts it for a short term, this is why I've been critical of Biden. It's about action. People want action when these situations are occurring. Um, I, I think that. At this point, Biden is doing the right thing. He is uh, attempting to clear up the, the the gridlock that's happening on the ports to help fix the um, the supply chain issue. Uh, releasing the 50 million barrels, I think, is a good idea. Um, I think he's out there trying to get credit for what he's doing. So, so kudos. You you just can't sit back right now with people just going to the when you go out every day and you have to see these prices psychologically 
That's just something you can't shake. That's just something you think about Biden every time you look at that high ass gas price. Damn, I was paying two dollars last year. <laughs> you know, so so he's got to do something. And, and when you go in the store, you see the supply that you worked in retail. You you worked at a, at a large retailer. I mean, and one thing I will say, Vi, the large retailer, Walmart, came out and said there will be no supply chain issue with Walmart. We're going to handle ours, which I, I got to give they them credit. The so what's that? They all wanted to, they wanted to fruit in. Well, they said it and Target, I think, uh, and, and TJ Maxx and a few other folks said, you know, we, we're going to be on top of this. With the exception of the things, you know, there always there's always a supply chain issue for the most popular toy. That's just the way it is. Every, you know, going back to damn tickle, tickle me Elmo. I'm, I'm, I feel it where I work at. I have a hard time getting paper products. Yeah, and food yeah. Items. yeah. That's a different situation. You're talking about in a workplace where you got to get, you know, a, a, a mass amount of uh, of items. Mm-hmm. You're probably going through. I'm, I'm not. I'm just throwing it out there, like a Staples and, and some of these other office supply companies. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is um, this um, the South African variant. And and one thing I, I do because I have I have a couple of friends, a couple of folks who send me news from South Africa who live in South Africa, and and one it's important that we understand that this is not a South Africa variant. You know, South Africa actually discovered the variant, um, and 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 this lockdown that's going into effect or the travel ban uh, is impacting African nations. You know, it might be justifiable in the eyes of the presidents and these leaders. But it's kind of unfair to South Africa for doing what they were supposed to do. They just sounded the alarm and said, look, you know, there's a variant that's occurring. And the other thing, and we've mentioned this on the show before, and, I, and my kudos also to Rob Redding, his show this week, which we air every Sunday at noon uh, at Gastropolis.net. He talked about the fact, you know, that, you know, Africa, the continent of Africa is not just black folks anymore. It's not, you know, there's so many colonized, I mean, so many colonizers, I like to say it. But um, there's so many other countries, Europeans, that are coming in, uh, you know, basically taking the resources or or they've cut deals with these countries um, that you don't know where it came from. I mean, it, it's hard to pinpoint where this came from, but but let me let me read something real quick. And, and I, I just want to read, this letter. Uh, it was from a speaker. His name is Graham uh, Codrington. I'm, I'm going to read most of this. He said, once again, the world's media is reporting South Africa has a new COVID variant, which is Omicron, is what they're calling it, as if the variant started here and is, in, is infecting all of us. Can I say this again more loudly for the idiot journalist at the back? South Africa has one of the most sophisticated and advanced infectious diseases infrastructure on the planet. Some of the world's leading epidemiologists work in South Africa. We've had to develop these capabilities to deal with TB and AIDS and other diseases ravaging the continent. It is no surprise that our medical system is the first in the world to identify new COVID variants. It is no surprise that we led the world in clinical trials of vaccines. What is a surprise is how lazy journalists write headlines, new COVID variant in South Africa. No, this new COVID variant has been found in New Zealand, England, Brazil, France, India, Indonesia, the Philippines, and other places. Probably America soon. South America scientists isolated, sequenced, and understood it first. Report that fact, 
but don't start all over again with putting South Africa is unsafe into people's heads. So I, I applaud them. I mean, you know, it's it's not fair. I mean, put the facts out there. So so that came from uh, Graham Codrington. He's a speaker in South Africa. Uh, future of work today and tomorrow global is his company. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out there and, and, and be fair. Any any thoughts on that, y'all? Oh, was that who's who's coughing? <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> is that that you, KW? All right. <laughs> but anyway. that was me. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the guy on the, on the report. Hey, yeah. Put the facts out there. Put the just facts out. Just, just. I mean, you know, don't. <laughs> I mean, don't just, you know, try to demonize a country for doing what they were supposed to do. You know, they found right. and they isolated. And, and because, you know, a lot of countries may not have reported those facts because they wouldn't want to be, you know, deemed, you know, actually the place where it started. So, you know, kudos. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Right. So who knows where they, they, they still don't know where it started. And I, I, I don't I don't really talk about this that much because I don't want to uh, to have my facts. You know, I don't I don't want to put anything out there erroneous, but but I'll just say that, you know, this information uh, came from South Africa. And, and, and even some of the uh, some of the news uh, organizations are, are correcting themselves because when they came out, they said it's a South African variant. You know, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. And because um, and I'm getting my booster this week. So, you know, so there you go. I already got mine. <laughs> I'm getting my booster Friday. Yo. Uh, also, I already got mine. just real quick, the Atlanta mayoral runoff election is coming up this Tuesday. Uh, Felicia Moore. And uh, Andre Dickens. And, and I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to be bold by and, and K-Dub. I'm going to be bold. OK, I will predict if there's a strong turnout, Dickens will win. He'll come out on top. But if turnout is low, Moore is going to win. Why do you agree with me, Vine? Because uh, I think Dickens is something new. I think Moore is more of the same. And I think that people in Atlanta want it. They want to change. Yeah. I think she's uh, the same as what the other the the one guy who's who got who's on the investigation for all the all the stuff when he was in there. Oh, that was um, that was Kasim Reed. Reed, yeah. I think I think they look at her more or less. She's like she's like Kasim. I mean, she she worked with Kasim. She worked with the mayor they got right now. They've been there forever. They said, okay, we, we give me all, all the years, the all the twenty fifteen years, nothing happened. So let's get this new guy a change. Yeah, and and. I will say and this why I'm gonna correct you. He's a black, and I heard that he's a brother too. So being a black man, so yeah, yeah. I and and I'm gonna correct you on one thing on Felicia Moore. Mm-hmm. I will say this: uh, she was always critical of um, a lot of the um, improper, the inappropriate actions that occurred. And um, no, in, I'm in not. Yeah, yeah, but you, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying because they I'm both were actually like on him, the council. But yeah. she, she was in that. I'm not saying she liked him, but she she was she uh she was running the government at that time. Well, you know, they were both on city council, you right? Know? So that's what I'm saying. They were both on city council. It's okay. Let's put somebody new in there. Yeah, I think it helps. Maybe, possibly, that um, Mayor Bottoms came out with her endorsement of Dickens. I think that helped out because I think you're right. I think they helped out a lot too because the polls show him in the lead. But they're they still have a twenty percent, according to the most recent poll. There's a twenty percent, twenty percent undecided, which I think is a ridiculous number for un, undecided. It's just like we went into 
uh, they went to the election at 40 percent undecided. This 20 percent is still kind of troubling to me. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Either those people will not vote or they just, you know, they, they're waiting until the last minute to, to make up their minds. Any thoughts, right. K-Dub? Because you, you spent some time here, dog. You still, you, you, you come up in here <laughs> every now and then. So, so you got any thoughts, K-Dub? K-Dub, you still there? You might have dropped off by. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for the guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm pulling for the guy. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I will. And I'm going to make another prediction. If he wins, Buckhead is gone. <laughs> I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm gonna no, say my, my mute button was hit. I don't know. Oh, how that no, I, but, I, uh, I asked you about mean, the, about the, what, uh, you about Buck, what, you, what you mean by Buckhead is gone? Well, Buckhead is, Buckhead is making an attempt to branch off like a lot of the cities out of Atlanta, like Sandy Springs, a lot of the areas that used to be uh, part of it, a part of Atlanta uh, to make their own city. And, and the word is, you know, well, it's not the word. It's uh, you know, it, it's what we know has been going on that this that Buckhead is is interested in creating the city of Buckhead, which has is going to have significant am- impact on a lot of things, especially when it comes down to schools, because the uh, Atlanta Board of Education is not happy about it. Yeah. So, 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 where is Roswell? That's Buckhead, ain't it? Roswell Road, parts of Roswell. Roswell Road, yeah, they're parts of it. Yeah, Lennox. All, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. That yeah, area, yeah, uh, there are areas yeah. of that because you know Roswell. A lot of these roads go forever. They're state roads, so. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a Roswell Road in that area. Definitely Lenox Mall, where you know yep. where they shooting it like Greenbrier. They shooting up like Greenbrier over in Lenox. Boy, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I seen where somebody got sent. Somebody else got killed not too long yes. ago up in there. I, I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Jeez. Yeah. So, so who but you got? Who you got, man? Who you got? Dickens well, it, or it, more? I just say it's all about the turnout. So, you yeah. know, so like you said, you got to show up. You got to show up. Yeah. So if you listen to the podcast and and you're in the city of Atlanta, uh, definitely um, you need to show up. It's it's a beautiful week in Atlanta. So weather should not be a, an issue. Weather is not an issue, I, I think, anywhere in the state. So um, so get out, uh, get out and vote, you know, get out and, yeah. and definitely yeah. exercise your right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought, hey, hey, um, let's go ahead. You know, Tanya B's not here, but Tanya B got a T. She left her T. So, um, all right. Yes, you know, you didn't know that, did you? Hey, well, you know, well, with that said, we're gonna go ahead and jump into <laughs> Tanya B's T, and we'll come right back at the end on the other side of the T. Here we go. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Yes, yes, it's time for Tanya B's Thanksgiving tea right here inside this is a G podcast. It's been a slow week. I guess people kind of calmed down for Thanksgiving. So I just got a few headlines I want to share with you right here. First, want to start off by saying happy greatness day to the legendary Tina Turner. Still rocking those hot legs. Doesn't matter how young she may be because she certainly is not old. Also want to say happy birthday to Grammy award winning producer Terry Lewis half of the powerhouse duo of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and we're also saying happy birthday to singer Jocelyn Brown. Now she's won 
that had out some bangers back in the day never really got her just due. But if you ever bopped your head to the song Somebody Else's Guy or I'm Caught Up in a One Night Love Affair, then you know the voice of Jocelyn Brown. All right, let's keep it going. What did you think of the Beantown boy band battle? That's a mouthful. Uh, on the AMAs last Sunday? Well, let me just tell you this. What that really was with New Edition, New Kids on the Block, a tease to an upcoming tour in 2022. I'm also hearing if they don't start arguing about who don't like who and who gets more mic time and who gets more money, New Edition is in talks negotiating a Las Vegas residency and I am going all up and through and give them five on it for that. Yes, God. <laughs> now, what about this? This is a show that Tyler Perry has on television called Assisted Living with J. Anthony Brown. So I was really kind of confused when it was mentioned that Cardi B was coming to Assisted Living, but that it would be on Paramount+. Plus. She's playing a crook on the run who takes her grandmother's clothes and steals her grandmama's identity and is on the run from the feds. You know, one thing about Cardi... She's real. She's up front. She may not speak the King's English, but you know what she says makes sense. And I think she's actually funny. (laughs) Okay, now let's talk about this situation out in Wisconsin. This wannabe rapper calling himself Meth Boy Fly. That should tell you something right there. A.K.A. the parade killer. He went down there and killed the cheerings in the parade. And then he also, unfortunately, killed a few members of the dancing grannies group in the parade. Now, here's the thing. If this bum, dumb, donkey, wannabe rapper, who at the age of almost 40, has a career window that is definitely nailed completely shut, something about him running from a knife fight, but he's in a car. He had just gotten out of jail. Okay, who's the dumb donkey judge who let him out? Because he had, like, running over the people with the car at the parade had run over his baby's mama. Okay? I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry because I had no sympathy for him. None at all. And uh, I understand that uh, there's been another loss of life from his ridiculous actions, but then a few more other people have been released from the hospital. But here's the gag. Now, I just found this out that he was actually down here in the ATL about six months ago. Was he trying to launch a rap career that was never going to happen? Because clearly he doesn't have any skills. So he, I guess he'll just be rapping in jail for the rest of his life. Let me tell you who might have lost their mind. I know Will Smith has a number one book in the country with his autobiography, Will. I know he's doing well with the movie King Richard. But did you know that there is a petition circulating on social media to basically mute Will and Jada? People are tired of all of them. They're mess. Just TMI. Between her going back to the entanglement, the red table talk. Then they're talking about their sex life. Then they're talking about how they don't raise their kids. And now Will... <laughs> God bless him. Talking about trying to do a versus with the GOAT LL Cool J. I don't think so, Will. And even Will came to his senses and said, he probably clobbered me. And Will, I think you should go and take your own advice. Go go over there, sit down, and just be quiet. Keep writing your books. I'm telling you right now. Uh, Don't forget to watch True Story on Netflix. Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes. Another dramatic role for Kevin Hart. And also, <laughs> in something that's way left of that, you know, he's going to be playing the part of Gary Coleman's character, um, Arnold Jackson, in the upcoming Different Strokes Live, December 7th. Now, Damon Wayans Jr. 
not Damon Wayans, who's well into his 60s, no tea, no shade. Damon Wayans Jr. will uh, reprise the role played by Todd Bridges, who played Gary Coleman's brother, Willis Jackson. Now, as I said before, everybody else except for Todd Bridges and Janet Jackson from that show is no longer with us. So who is going to play the role of Janet Jackson? We'll find out December 7th. And this show is directed by one of our favorites, the actress, Carrie Washington. All right. Now, let me tell you this. There's all this hoopla about this Janet Jackson documentary that came out last week. Um, well, a malfunction, the undressing of Janet about that 2004 Super Bowl incident. But now her stylist from that time, the guy who designed the outfit now is speaking because he said he does not want to damage his reputation. He said the whole thing was planned and it was a stunt that went very, very wrong. That's right. He said when Justin Timberlake tore off <laughs> that part of Janet's outfit, the cameras were supposed to go away and pan out and May did not. So uh, <sighs> now we're over that. Let's just keep it moving. Now I've got a question for you. Is R&B music, I know it's kind of coming back, but it went into just a cesspool. Because if you look at all of these, these and then not just even hip hop too. You even look at LL Cool J, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Most artists get somebody else to do their tribute. He had to do his own. The upcoming Soul Train Awards. Ashanti will be doing her own tribute as she receives the Lady of Soul Award. Maxwell, who's receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award, will do his own tribute. Why? I'm so glad you asked. Because there are not enough qualified. And I'm t- qualified with a capital Q as in, <laughs> yes, a capital Q. Not enough qualified artists out there to do it. So, you know, if, it, if it's going to be done right. Oh, wait. And even think about this. Mary J. Blige, Soul Train Award, did her own tribute. So I guess if these artists want it done right, they're just going to have to do it themselves. So check out the Soul Train Awards uh, tonight if you want to. I'll be watching the clips tomorrow on YouTube like most people. <laughs> okay. Now I just want to remind you of one last thing. Whoopi Goldberg is dipping it and doing it. I got to go watch this. I heard she got into it with Bill Maher on uh, whatever that HBO show is he has. You know, Whoopi don't, she don't bite her tongue. She don't hold back. But I'm looking forward to in about a year from now, Whoopi Goldberg will return to the big screen in Sister Act 3 with a little help from Tyler Perry. All right, y'all. Everybody have a great week. Remember, this new COVID variant is real. State of New York is already in a state of emergency. Look for that to happen in a lot of other states. We still have to be smart. We got to mask up. We got to social distance. And even though we've been vaccinated and boosted up, there is no guarantee that this new strain will keep us all safe and alive. So as like the BG said, I don't know about you, but I'm staying alive. It's your girl, Tanya B. Sipping the Tea right here inside this year's G podcast on the Castropolis Podcast Network. And don't forget, check me out next week, Fridays, 8 and 10 p.m. on the Birdwire for the best new and classic independent music on the planet. Ha <laughs> ha! Go ahead, Tanya B. And you know what, y'all? I'm, I'm here to tell you. And by the way, Bill Maher's show is real, real, uh, real time with Bill Maher. And and I can believe he and Whoopi got into it because they definitely have, have have different views of the world. So um, I don't know if y'all did y'all see. Have y'all seen the Halle Berry movie on um, Bruised? Yeah. Vi? K-Dub? Nope. K-Dub? I've seen the previews. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the previews. Okay. well, I'll say this. Um, It is good. It's out. 
Uh, you know, it's a sports movie, so it's kind of predictable. You know, you know, you know how it is, Vi. You know how all the sports movies, yeah. you know. But it's a feel-good movie. But but the I will say, come on top. yeah. Well, you know, well you you know you kind of see it. It kind of reminds you of Rocky, but <laughs> kind of. But but there's, there's Rocky, <laughs> but there's a there's a twist. But you know what? It, the the interesting thing, and Hallie looks good. I mean, Hallie, you know, Hallie, what is over fifty. Um and Hallie look good and she looks good. But you know, do y'all remember yeah, the movie? Buddy. You remember Monster Ball, Monsters Ball? Uh huh. Yeah, make me feel good. Make yeah. me feel well, good. good. <laughs> well, there is kind of a make me feel good moment in this movie too. I'll just say Uh-oh. that. So, Uh-oh. so I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, this. This, oh, I might need to watch that. I mean, this kind she'll of get another, she'll get another award. She'll get another award. <laughs> That's what excuse I was me, Lord, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You better say excuse me. You better say. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some. There you go. Here's some oil. <laughs> hey, I, I'm still, I'm still human. I'm still human. Yes, you are. Yes, you I'm just, are. I'm, I'm just a man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, there's there's one of those moments in there, and and a lot of folks Ooh. are like Hallie trying to win an award again. So yeah. Yeah, Boy, exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, also, um, I watched Kevin <laughs> Kevin Hart's True Story. It's a limited series. It's only going to be for now one one season, seven episodes. It was good, man. It was. Yeah. Have, did you see it? I heard it. I haven't watched. They said it was kind of dark. Well, it, it kind of reminds you. I was a big fan of Breaking Bad. Okay. Uh-huh. Breaking Bad was one of my favorite. It kind of reminds you of Breaking Bad. So if I had to call it okay, like. Kevin Hart Breaking Bad, you know that's that's the kind, yeah, like, you know, without giving a spoiler. Yeah, I like Breaking. Did you like Breaking Bad? I did. Well, it's it's Breaking. It was a dick. It was a dick. It was a dick to, yeah, I liked it. So it, it's it's a Breaking Bad without the meth lab. I'll say that. I'll just leave oh, it at yeah. that. No meth lab. <laughs> By the way, you know she called him meth meth boy. His name was Math, math boy, but he they should have called him math, math boy. boy. Yeah, math boy, like M- like math M A T H. But um, he represents he represents meth more than man. That's what I'm saying, you know. So she actually <laughs> correct calling him that is justifiable. <laughs> and, and you know, let me ask y'all, man. Do you think the hate for Will and Jada is justifiable? I, you know, I ain't gonna say hate, but I am tired of them too. Why are you tired yes. of them? I said, I was going. Why you got to tell all your business? But so you know, can't you just go ahead. Can't you just keep some of that to yourself? Kate, up. I'm gonna let you go. Well, then I'm gonna just, jump in. Okay. I'm I'm like Vibe. I don't want to hear y'all business all the time. They on the inner public too much talking they business, they personal stuff. Man. But you know what? Like, I'll say I'll say this though. I'm gonna say this. People ask. If you ask them, right? they they're not right? afraid right? to be honest. So if you don't want to hear about it, don't ask about it. You know what I'm saying? And but are, they, yeah. but are we really are we really asking? He's just putting it out there. No, I think I think there's some people who are asking about it. I think um, Will and Jada reflect; they reflect, um, you know, to a lot, maybe to a lot of people, um, may have the same situation or same ideals. So, for those who don't care to hear it, you know, I, I always tell people turn it off if you don't like what they're saying, because you know, let me tell you, the red table, the red table right. talk is you're on right. Facebook. It's not like. It's on network television, and you can't avoid avoid it. I mean, it's in it's on Facebook, so you know all you got to do is not subscribe to it and just don't listen to it. I mean, you can avoid it. You're right. Yeah, you know? because I don't subscribe to it, yeah. and I don't 
when I, when I said stuff about Will, it just, I'm on internet or Yahoo, it just happened to come by. I'm just going, dang, again? <laughs> but, you know, I will say this. And the only reason I say, uh, and I'm not trying to protect, you know, them, but I, but the, the whole, this whole thing about mute, you know, mute Will and Jada, that's just stupid. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah you're right. I, just, I agree with you. I disagree on that. If you like you said, if you don't want to hear, don't listen to it. Don't listen. Don't yeah. listen. You're right. Damn. Mm-hmm. But but you know, I was gonna say about go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you go. I said I only I only said what I said because you asked. You had an ass? I would never say it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I just keep scrolling on Facebook when I see it. It's like <laughs> I seen that yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh boy, now, I, I, you're yeah. right, but I I, I don't I stop. And I see. Ooh, okay, what do you want to see it now? I'm not a watcher. I don't when subscribe. Said, I subscribe only. Well, wait, go, yeah, for the show. So well, you know, to stay up. Will said he he's a throw up after sex. I'm going. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was T- was that necessary? TMI. <laughs> but you let me say this, man, and and I don't know if you guys have seen it, and I watched it because it came out a couple of weeks ago, but because I was in a food coma on the couch, you know, I pretty much was watching everything. <laughs> And um, so I'm watching. Um, I finally watched uh, King Richard. It is it is really oh, amazing. If, if you move. if you have you know uh, raised kids, raised you know, well you know not like oh well, yeah that was good yeah it was, it was it's good. good yeah I watched I watched it with my kids it's pretty good it is it is a good movie. Will does I didn't know how Will would do as as uh, as Richard Williams, but you know. I only saw Richard from the interviews because I remember all the time. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when Venus and Serena came on the scene, the little girls with all the beads in their hair, saw them on 60 Uh Minutes. So um, I I saw a lot of those interviews. And uh, it's it's just he did it. He does a great job. And, And that's one of the things I like about Will is he becomes these characters. I mean, and you're right. And no, like no other black actor. Even Denzel, because when Denzel is a character, it's Denzel. You know, Denzel. Still Denzel. <laughs> still Denzel. Still Denzel. <laughs> Will, Will kind of transforms himself a little bit better, in my opinion, into those characters. And but the funny thing about it, it's just weird that Richard Williams is still alive and they're doing this. You know, so so you know he's still yeah. alive, and nobody's he's really not seen. Doing well. he's, he's not, not doing, doing well. well, but he's still alive. He's not doing well from from what you've heard. Now physically, physically, yeah, physically, he's not doing well. Yeah. And my thing is, you know, because he has not done any press, it's been Venus and Serena uh, doing the, the press and showing up at the, um, the, the you know, the premieres. Uh, we've not right. seen Richard. He's been out of the public eye. So it's just kind of weird that he's still alive. And actually, you know, the whole saying is give people roses before they die. You know, this is a definitely right. a, an appropriate way to give this man roses for what he did for those two, two ladies. He wasn't a perfect man. Definitely by far. And for once, yeah. For, and for once, you see a black, you see a the good side of a black father. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 watching the movie, I, I didn't know how slick and smooth he was. The way he manipulated things, oh, you yes. know, like going from oh, yeah. one trainer to the other. But then, oh, if that if that holds true to uh, uh, his his real self, I'm like he 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 pulled some stuff off. Yes, he did. And he it's did, not easy. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Perfect. He's not. He's not perfect. He made the same mistake a lot of other black men made by mm-hmm. leaving their kids behind. Because mm-hmm. he did do that. His first family, he did abandon them. Yeah, yeah. So, because that was, cause I think that I was reading on an article on Yahoo about the step 
uh, the stepdaughter said he left us and he was going to get a bike. We never saw him again. Wow. Damn. So it's a great movie, man. Y'all should definitely, check, definitely, definitely, if you've not seen it, if you're worried about the fact that it's two and a half hours long, um, you know, just take the time and watch it. It's on um, it's HBO good. Max. It's, it's definitely But let me say it. this. Yeah, go ahead, man. But you know what? I, get, I was looking on the podcast, I guess, Swagger and Perk. Yeah, yeah. They was comparing uh, the Mellow, the Mellow, uh, what, the, what the guy name? You got the you got the two kids. The, the Is two it Carmelo? Kids brag about all the time. Carmelo and oh oh no 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 I know yeah 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 Melo. Mm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, this, yeah. One is some play for Chicago and one play for Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's he like, basically did the same thing, but he was just a little bit more flamboyant than uh what the Williams got because he said I had two kids who will be a first round draft choice. Yeah, yeah, in the NBA. So and, yeah, and I they, agree. And they're actually pretty good players. That's a great, but pretty good players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He was just, he was just a, a father to believe in his kids. Yeah. So Even true. though he was a little bit, maybe a bit more flamboyant with the way he was doing it, but he was basically the same thing. And it, and it happened to be true about it. Yeah. So true. Also, y'all, the Soul Train Music, as we tape, the uh, Soul Train Music Awards are coming up on BET. And, um, you know, and, and I heard Tanya B talk about um, the uh, lack of R&B talent. Do you believe that's true, uh, y'all? I'll, I'll throw the K dub first since you're the music guy. Not really. I don't. I don't believe that because mm-hmm. I see a lot of young ones. We got a black college up the street for me, two of them, and I see talented musicians and stuff all the time. Young guys that's really good mm-hmm. that can play and play. Well, she's, she's talking I, about. I think she's talking about the ones maybe who have made it, who are in, you know, the sphere of professional. Not not. Yeah, yeah. You probably see a lot of them who are developing, but you know, in terms of who you choose on a playlist right now, there's not a lot of talent is what she's talking oh, that's, about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, 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 I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, nowadays as a bass player, yeah. nowadays, if you go to R and B and hip hop, a lot of times mm-hmm. you're hearing less and less bass guitar and more and more yeah. bass drum that's singing. And it's like, then you look at Bruno and uh, what's the other guy, Anderson Pack. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you, you gotta. I gotta appreciate them. I, I do. It's oh, like, I do, we're, big we're time. Gracious, we get piano parts and strings and horns and and real drums. So yeah, yeah. You I know, agree Tanya B played on the Birdwire this week. She played uh, Narada Michael Walden. Uh, I should have loved you. Remember that song with that bass line? Mm-hmm. Doom, 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 yeah. Doom, 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 doom. I heard that, man, and, and you're absolutely right. You don't hear songs with the bass breaks like that, like that anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're absolutely right. Mm-mm. But, you know, man, one of, one of the things, and I was having a conversation with a friend in the business, and they were saying, you know, really and truly radio stations won't experiment with a lot of the R&B, which is all R&B music, unless it crosses over, unless it has potential to cross over, because there's not a lot of support, not a lot of money from the companies that really support uh-huh. true R&B radio. So really the only way R&B can thrive is digital or either live venues or live shows or television, you know, where they yeah. can be discovered or in streams. So, yeah. you know, that, that ha- and even um, the Stephanie Mills, Shaka Khan, Stephanie Mills mentioned, you know, the fact that um, in order for her music mm-hmm. and, and some of the other R&B artists who are out there to thrive, you know, they need that kind of support. But, I, you know, a lot of these companies, man, if they bleed money, they're not going to put the money in black radio. That's unfortunate. Right. They, yeah, That's unfortunate. They'll, they'll get it's the, crazy. The, the, the cheapest way to get the, 
the the best sound and the quickest and go on with it. They don't they're not gonna pay bands to go in there and shell out yep. and and spend up money. So you know you can do a lot of stuff yeah. yourself if you're a really good keyboard player. You can do a lot of stuff yourself with the day with today's technology. Yeah, the, so the last twenty five years really. Yeah, so true, so true. Hey, one more thing, and I'm gonna ask y'all because um, you know. I, you know, I, I've got a daughter and I, I was just wondering about this. You, you know, the Chloe, the, the Bailey girls, right? Chloe and and her sister, uh, Hallie, right, Hallie and right. Chloe, uh-huh. they signed with Beyonce. And right. it, it's interesting because, you know, Hallie has been doing the Disney stuff. She's done the um, uh, Little Mermaid and, and doing roles like that. But um, Chloe is kind of going toward the, how can Adult. you say it? The adult, kind of a sexy siren kind of thing. And and I was reading this article about the fact, and, and a lot of her fans don't like it. Well, I always watch, I'll see some of the comments on Twitter, and people are like, well, girl, you know, that's cool, but why do you have to do that? Because you, you have such a great voice, you have such great talent. And there's an article, I think it was in um, in Vogue, in Teen Vogue, and it talks about the fact that black women in the industry have limitations. And that's the only way they can be successful is to be sexual. Do you guys agree with that? Uh, no. I think that's the quickest way in being famous and making money. I don't think that's the only way. Now, I mean, R&B, not talking about going to gospel or any other. No, no. I'm talking about r and I don't think it's the only way, but I think it is the easiest and quickest way. What about yeah, you? And, and one, okay, once then. it start, once it start getting fed to them, mm-hmm. and then uh, the generation get hooked on it, then they want the that kind of stuff. You know, like you said, the companies and radio they they feed it to them, and you know they get to listening to it for so many years. You inject something with some real stuff, and it's not sexual like that. They're like, eh, I well, don't want to hear that. Yeah, you yeah. might be saying that, but, if, but are you buying her stuff? Yeah. Well, the thing, the th- the reason I mentioned it is because you know you see the Twitter responses, and you also see mm-hmm. the. Uh, I saw this article um, that was headlines, you know, my feed, my Apple feed, and um, it talked about the fact that uh, the industry limits the images of black women to sexual images. So if you look at Meg, if you look at Sweetie, uh-huh. if you uh-huh. look at uh, Doja Cat. Um, most of the biggest, or even Rihanna back in the day, the only way they could truly... Now, Beyonce kind of bucked the trend a bit. She would be edgy, but Beyonce kind of pulled it back toward the end. But the only way most Black female artists in R&B blow up and even cross over is they have to be sexual, you know? Mm -hmm. And once one blows up or two blows up, then everybody's looking. Well, I I would think the mo- it seems like the companies are looking for that, and then the kids are hooked on it. So yeah, I'd love y'all's feedback. I mean, I you know if you raise a daughter, man, you know you raising a daughter, you know, damn. I mean, before I had a daughter, I probably would have been a little bit more insensitive to that. <laughs> but you know, having having a daughter <laughs> makes you think like, damn, uh, you know, if if your daughter ever just considered her, music, well, your daughter's. Yeah. Yeah. Be true to them. Be true to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're comfortable doing it, okay. But if you're not, don't do it. Just be true to yourself. Well, uh-huh. the thing is, people bring up Vi mm-hmm. is that she, that was not her path in the beginning. If you were, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't her what, path. What but all that, of a sudden, but where would that path? Split. 
But let me ask you this. Where was that pass taken? Was she making any money? Was she getting out there? She was signed. Was she getting radio play? She had a deal. But was she getting radio? But was yeah. she getting radio play? Yeah. Okay. Was she getting was anybody buying her music? I hadn't heard anything by her until she started doing this. I knew of her. Yeah. But I wasn't seeing her. Yeah. You know how you can sign a record deal and don't make it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, she had, they signed a record deal, but what but what have they been doing since she signed a record deal? Yeah. She didn't start doing anything until she started doing her own thing. Well, you know, they've been under they've been under more Beyonce's lead. Right. They were it's, a duo, but, but now that she's the Halley's doing more of the uh, Little Mermaid, doing more acting, uh, mm. kind of diversifying. They even split their social media to where she's got her social media and you know her sister has her own social media. So they're doing separate tell, separate things. You can tell you on that TV, on that that, college, that the TV show about the uh, about the college students. Yeah. Only one of them going in now. Yeah. Yeah. That and the one who's doing all the dull stuff. Yeah. She's on that show. The other girl's not on the show anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, she ain't been on it late. She hasn't been on it lately. I'd love to know what you what you guys like, think about it. I compare like yeah. like, Janet, you, like Janet Jackson saying when she was when, when Janet Jackson started doing so when she was growing up, she said, "I'm just growing up." Yeah. Okay. She's. I'm not trying to say too much, but I'm. She's. But I'm not that little girl anymore. I'm. I'm growing up. Yeah, but Janet. Janet was. You know, that was the '80s. And honestly, Vi, I don't think Janet. Even though Janet would take it to the edge, Janet never went over the edge. You know, Janet. I have this girl on the edge. I, I don't well, I think seen so. a lot of her. I didn't know some of the stuff she's doing is kind of. Oh, Janet Jackson. It's still taint. No, it's not t- Janet Jackson. I'm talking about. Uh, oh, I'm talking. You talking about? Oh no, I'm talking Janet Jackson. You say Janet, even when Janet was, you know, did the control thing, and you know, Janet right. Jackson never. She always took it to the edge, but Janet wasn't Madonna. You know, Papa Joe. Papa Joe was back there watching. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Compared to what's out there, she is not as racy as the other girls. No, am I right? Well, we have yet to uh-huh. see. We have yet to see where this path is going to lead. That's one thing. Right. We we, we have not seen it yet. But I know compared to compared to Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, yeah, she's kind of tame compared to them. Yeah. Well, I agree. She's, oh yeah. She's still uh, PG. Well, TV fourteen, PG yeah. thirteen plus. Uh, she hadn't hit. Yeah. She hadn't hit MA yet. You know, right? Yeah, she hasn't completely hit MA yet. We'll see when that ha- if that happens. All right, y'all. All right, thank you again, Tanya B. I just wanted to hit those uh, those highlights before we, um, you know, we, we we close out the show. But you know what? I I, I wanted to do this before uh, before we close the show today, uh, since since the ladies are on hiatus, the fellas never really get to talk about <laughs> we don't get to talk about much sports. But even though ladies know more about sports than we do, in most cases. Um, it was some hellacious games. I'll say some of the best games I, in college football over the over Turkey Day, with the exception of that. You know, of course, UGA trounced Tech. That was that wasn't even close. You know, we, we we knew that wasn't going to be close. But the Alabama game, did you watch that? Ooh-wee. Alabama and Auburn four. Ooh. I watched. You, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched four overtimes. Damn. That's crazy. What's that, Vine? Yeah, I watched it. That was great. I was surprised that, uh, not really surprised because I know that like I said, Alabama has not been Auburn in Auburn. In Auburn, they played so much better when they're at home. Yeah, for some reason. Well, didn't like Georgia? Didn't Georgia play? Was was did Georgia play Auburn? Uh, in in at Sanford in or in Auburn? So, really, Georgia? Yeah, we, we we scored, we scored Dragon. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So considering that Alabama had to go four overtimes with mm-hmm. Auburn and Georgia, you like said skull grab, skull, skull drag them. Um, can, can you think Georgia's going to win it all uh, at the SEC championship? I think we're going to beat them. I think we're going to beat them this year, but it's not going to be easy. Nobody's going to nobody's going to score Drake out of bounds. Nobody. Well, I don't. I don't see that. I just don't see. Yeah, I don't see him taking them down like that. But um, but uh, yeah. I'm thinking we can beat them by well, two touchdowns to seven points. Okay. Okay. Well, you even care, Kate? Up. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Georgia can beat them. I, I think they can. I think they can. I give them like a. Seven to ten point win. Okay, you know. Yeah, that. I'm saying yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Yeah, you can also remember. You also remember Auburn, Alabama. That's a rivalry. That that's more just football. Game. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So true. It's more just football. Game. But you know they've they've it hasn't been that it wasn't that close a couple of years ago when Alabama was that winning. Was Tuscal- but yeah. that was in Tuscaloosa. Okay. But when they play in Auburn, yeah. it's different. Okay. Okay. Uh, you think Georgia's gonna win it all? National champion. I do. Yeah, I do. The only I thing do. I really worried about was Ohio State, and not Ohio State out the picture. Yeah, I think we're gonna win it all. You, you, you don't. You don't think Michigan? There like that. You don't think Michigan is a threat? They ain't got no firepower. Okay. They ain't got no firepower. Nah, man. Georgia. One thing about, the down one thing on about Georgia. Mm-hmm. You were not. You're not running the ball on Georgia. That's that mm-hmm. Michigan thing, right? Yeah, that's right. That running game is serious. You ain't running the ball on Georgia. You ain't I mean, running the ball this year. Yeah, if it's Georgia Michigan. Got de- they got defense in Georgia this year, boy, for real. Yeah, you ain't right. Yeah, and so. also, they said Ohio State couldn't stop the run, and it showed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they ain't, they ain't ready, man. They ain't, yeah. yeah, they got they got hand, they got it uh, handled. I wait. Yeah. I want Michigan. Okay. You want Michigan. If you okay. can't throw the if you if you can't really throw the ball, you're not gonna beat Georgia. That's okay. the only if we got a Wheaton, that's it. And and, and and my take on it with Joe, I mean uh Michigan and Ohio State. That's their championship for the year, really. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan come out flat if they make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They might get upset by our next week. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I hope not. Okay. One. One more thing. Of course, you know the Falcons, as we tape the podcast, yeah. uh, defeated the yeah. Jaguars by a touchdown. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won. Whoopee. And and now now everybody's talking playoffs and. <laughs> Just let it go, y'all. Stop. <laughs> hey, get I can't. I you can't get it. I can't. Seventeen get in this year. We could be number seven. You know, I'm Carolina just Carolina lost again. Carolina, Carolina lost. lost again today. Yeah, but I'm just New saying. Orleans, I'm just saying. New lost again. I just oh, hate to say. Everybody suck. If you in the top four, yeah, it's almost even. I hate even to see. I hate to see Watch all out. these fans get disappointed in the playoffs. Because Look, I know we're gonna get there. We might make the playoff, but we ain't going no further than that first round. <laughs> Y'all watch out, Bill. 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 back on the rise. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think. I, I agree with the K. Though. Yeah. You in the top one or two? They're the only one that playing good. The top one and two. So. And so the, let me ask all this. At, at this point, at the we're almost we're at, we're at the halfway point. Who looks likely to win? It all. It's gonna, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a. It's going to be for the ratings. It's going to be, I would say, a New England, Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Who you wouldn't want to so? see that? <laughs> Bill yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that. That's what it looks like. They're trying to. It's trying to. It's trying to creep to. But Kansas City I, don't start. I don't want to see. 
I don't want to see Brady in another season. <laughs> Me either, but it, it's like they building this up for them two to collide the Super Bowl. I do not want to see that. Watched, you know, Mm-mm. I will be physically Mm-mm. ill. I would like, I would like <laughs> to see, can, I would like to see Kansas City against Arizona. Ooh, Arizona! No, that can yeah. can that happen? I mean, aren't mm-hmm. they in the both? Are they both in the? Was it? Wait a minute! Is, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, uh, Arizona's in NFC, Kansas City in the AFC. Okay, so it could happen. Right. So it could potentially uh-huh. happen. Uh-huh. I just don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't That's, think Arizona. That would be my dream. I don't that think Arizona dream. has the clutch ability to make it all the way. What? No, yeah. I don't think they will. I, I think somebody might might get them. I'm thinking how they're gonna fare in the playoffs. They got a, yeah, that's my. They point. got a good defense. They got a good defense now, and that quarterback when he healthy, he got the clutch ability now. He ain't scared. Well, I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna make it to the to the Super Bowl. They, You're probably right. Just being that they first year in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I don't that's think, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't that's think who, that's but that that's who I want to see. Oh, I would mind seeing another rematch of last year and Kansas City stumping Tampa Bay in yeah. the ground. Yeah. yeah, and it could be that I'm thinking either New England and Tampa Bay or Kansas City and uh, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay because Kansas City defense is tightening up the last few weeks. It's like okay, and they got yeah. and they got lime, and they got Lyman again. Yeah. Last thing, <laughs> any any hope for the Cowboys? Oh, boo. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> I just I just asked, man. But for the I call him the cow turd. Dallas cow turd. For the Stephen, for the Stephen A. Smith. Lately, <laughs> yeah, lately. I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, I don't know either. They they just mm-hmm. turned into trash on on Thursday. That was. But then again, they yeah. top two, two receivers didn't play now. Well, you know, Mark of a good team is one the, got the COVID, one got the, one got the one got the, the concussion protocol. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, one more thing, and we'll gonna... we'll wrap the sports. Um, we're getting ready to close the show. I I, I do want to mention. Uh, the LeBron James Isaiah Stewart fight, the altercation in in Detroit. Um, LeBron was suspended for one game. Stewart received two games. Uh, now Stewart finally came out and said something. Uh, he said he watched the film and personally felt there was no incident. He says, um, you know, it's his last time addressing it. He's not going to talk about it again, and his focus is now on 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 the team and getting back to playing basketball. Now let me and, say and- this, y'all. That dude, I don't know if I, I think he went into such a rage, he blacked out. A rage. He's crazy. <laughs> he, I, I think he blacked out. I think he saw that blood and tasted that blood coming down his and face. And just and he went nuts. I think he blacked out. I don't even think he remembers how much of a fool he acted on that court. Mm. And, and after they got after people got in between him and the Yes. Blind, but- this dude is what six eight, six nine, two fifty. He's a big boy. So can you imagine? He was he was running over these little yeah. coaches, the little security guards. He had about three or four security yeah. guards hanging on his arm. He lucky he didn't get he lucky he didn't get more games. They called the cops, man. They had the cops wow. in the tunnel because if you watch the footage, they were taking him back to the tunnel. He just took off running. So what they thought was yeah, he was going to trap LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm like, dude. Try to get to the other. They said he was going to try to get to the other side because that, that, they said that's how the tunnels arranged. So how can you say there's no incident? <laughs> the only way, <laughs> right. the only way you can say there's no incident is the fact you that know you blacked out no because, yeah. because he didn't hit nobody on the opposite team and nobody yeah. got hurt. Okay. Mm. Well, I will but say I'm, like I'm gonna a. say this. Yeah, go ahead, man. Steve, it don't matter. It's what it, the way it looked. 
It looked bad. It, it looked bad. Plus, you had to, you had time to think about it, and then it came back. But you, but you, y'all, y'all, have y'all ever like? And I, I've never had, you know, damn this much of a rate. Maybe damn in elementary school, <laughs> you know, in, a, yeah. in a little bitty fight. But when you get into like no. a fight, you lose. You kind of, you know how it is. The rage takes yeah. over. Uh huh. And you don't remember what happened. You I know don't exactly what really happened. remember everything that happened. All mm-hmm. you remember is either you got knocked the f out, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You don't remember. Yeah. And I'm trying to say how you can look at that and think that wasn't an accident. He said there I was mean, no incident. I'm, no incident. I'm sure the way LeBron swung. Oh yeah. I mean, he meant to do that, but I don't think LeBron meant to draw blood. Nigga. No, that's I what I say. That. That's what I say. Well, I've seen yeah. worse. I've seen worse, and I'll say this. And they put yeah. yeah. They play again either tonight or It's not like he swung his elbows out. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like most folks do. He tried to get this guy off, like the guy said. Mm. It was more his fault than anybody because why he all on LeBron, he should have been on the other guy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this, Vi. I'm going to say this, K-Dub. Say, get off me. I'm going to say this, y'all. I'm going to say this. I think he's just trying to set it up. Like, oh, I didn't see I, no incident. Blah, blah. And I just think the next time they play, y'all remember what uh, Kermit Kermit and uh, Rudy Tom John? Yeah, yeah, Rudy T. Yeah, we cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, we old school. We remember, like, I remember when the Sixers, uh, who were the Sixers got into the fight with on the floor? Larry Bird and oh, my God. Larry Bird and one. Oh, mm-hmm. but I remember that Rudy Tom Jonovich, Kermit, what was his name? The tall, big Kermit, Kermit Washington. Kermit Washington. Yeah. Kermit mm, hit Rudy Tom Jonovich and shattered his face. Oh, yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. but you know what? I don't think LeBron gonna forget that guy. He's saying who's gonna be looking out for him. Well, you know. But I'm telling this guy, but I'm telling this guy, y'all look at LeBron. Y'all do you really want to see him get angry? Oh, LeBron's a big dude, man. Yeah, they play tonight. Yeah, Pistons and the Lakers. Oh, damn. Like I'm saying, they come on, man. Did it tell you you need to worry about the quiet ones? Hmm. Don't make the quiet ones angry. Mm-hmm. LeBron's a big dude. What about what? Six, eight, two feet. Yeah, they about the same. They about the same size almost. There's, and 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 LeBron yeah, is. Yeah, but LeBron got that old man strength. Yeah, <laughs> they watch a night. He's a nineteen. 19 What's the old man old. strength? Old man strength. <laughs> Would you tell me what that is you know so what I can I, find? You it? Say, yeah, you ain't never tried your dad or something. Let's know that old oh, man yeah. strength. Oh, you talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about getting yeah. knocked the f out? <laughs> You be laying on the you floor, and full of it, and that old man stream come out. You old. You laying on the floor, looking up like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> even your mama. <laughs> Shit, I was scared of my mama. <laughs> I'm talking about that old. That's what I'm talking about that old man. The old stream. man stream. <laughs> oh, tell me how to find that man. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's enough. Follow, follow us on Facebook. Instagram, the old man strength. What the hell are you talking about, man? Follow hey, us on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. You, you can find us on TikTok. Go to castropolis.net. Click the banner. Everything is there. Even the old man strength. I'll call it that papa strength. Papa strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Papa strength. <laughs> You know, make sure you uh, go there. Just just go to castropolis.net, y'all. Everything is there. We're going to even try to define old man strength. Give Vi's definition of hey, old man strength. Whatever I'm trying it is. To Whatever it is. If, All you right, don't know what it is <laughs> if you don't know what it is, go, go try your dad. You'll find out. Oh, damn. Mm, okay. Hey, y'all, any final any final thoughts, K-Dub? Um, I'm just glad them guys got uh, 
convicted, found guilty, mm-hmm. and now the mod Aubrey. Because my fingers was really crossed. I had a buddy that kept me up on it all the time. I was just too nervous. Like these dudes is gonna walk, yeah. but I'm cool. That was good. that was good for me. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was re- that that was cool. I'm yeah. cool with it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Also, um, Vi, you got any final thoughts? And then we're gonna play. Go to. Um, uh, I'm right home with that. I thought she had a great case, but by the the jury been all white. Except one black, I said, well, here we go again. Mm. So, yeah. But I've seen how the case be so one-sided and they still win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just happy the outcome came out the way it did. Yeah, yeah. I know Brunswick, Georgia's happy. Because <laughs> they were going yeah. to tear that little city up. <laughs> you know, I just got to <laughs> say, we ain't going to be no Black Friday. <laughs> we're going yeah. to be no place to shop. <laughs> I just got to say you think that. The jury, do you think the jury worry about that? So well, you know what? I think, and I was, I, was, I was halfway joking when I said this, and I know it's a, it's a real matter, but I just kind of think they said, when you see that much of a protest already and you can't get away from it, anywhere mm-hmm. in the news, national, international. I think they had to think about their city and say, look, is it worth it for these three clowns who shouldn't have been doing that? You know what I mean? Is, right, is, yeah, is, I, I, I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. They was already saying, it's not a prejudiced city. Yeah. Now, if they had lost that case, you couldn't say that no more. Yeah, Brunswick has a black mayor. Um, you know, I'm not saying that Brunswick is not, a, you know, that area is not prejudiced. I mean, you know, Jay, uh, Jim Brown. Came from that area, whatever. And and you know, my you know, hometown had a black. Well, I'm just saying, my hometown had a black mayor. Had a black mayor too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, you get it. You know one. He, well, I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm re- saying Jim Brown. The next year, Jim Brown came from that area. And if you watch the movie that was directed by Regina King, and you know, you, you know, you remember no no aunt, no niggas in my house. We, you know that that right. scene. And that but you in, want my, that but was, you want my, but you want my autograph. Yeah, that was in Brunswick, so I'll leave it at that. All right, mm-hmm. hey y'all, please make sure you share the show with friends and family too. You know, and and make sure you do that. And um, let me go ahead and and we need some poetic peace, and then we'll get the benediction from you, Vi. But let's get some poetic peace from Wild. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the G Podcast. My name is Y-O, Y to the O. (laughs) I'd like to leave you with a little poetic piece. It's an excerpt from one of my poems. Most times after hurt comes a brighter day. Helping the masses make a way. Go ahead, show no love, and help shove me into positions to lead giving me many reasons to make my pen bleed, ink on the paper. Like love, hate gives inspiration. I'm known worldwide, life I'm living it. The older I grow, the better it gets, accepting the good and bad with few regrets, taking it one step at a time with beats, rhythm, rhyme, prayer, and following orders. Oh, they're divine. Move over any of mankind trying to hold me down. I've been crowned with love and the sword of reality to help me keep my sanity. Good stuff. Y'all give it up for a while in the building. Such a fitting Why to the O? Why to the O? Why to the O? Why to the O? In the house. And y'all, let me, let, let's go ahead and get that old man strength from Vi <laughs> in the benediction. <laughs> I'm going to let you stop laughing. What you got, man? What you got for that benediction? Okay. One of the most important lessons I have learned 
is that I cannot count on someone else to make me happy. God has given us the ability to take responsibility for our own happiness. A lot of people aren't happy unless a certain person behaves a certain way or unless a certain situation works out just the way they want it to. Every day we let our happiness depend on other people and situations. When in reality, God wants us to look to him first and rely on him for our happiness. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 12. I know that there is no good in them, but for man to rejoice and do good in his life. In other words, people, your happiness and any success you want in life, that depends on you. No one else but you. And keep God in your life and anything is possible. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Vibe. Fellas, I appreciate you guys shaking off that itis and jumping on yeah. the podcast. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll be I'm back. Just going through the, the motion. <laughs> that old man's strength. <laughs> Go ahead, John. <laughs> well, I used to have. <laughs> I'm saying, hey, I'm saying with the isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let them test you. And with that, y'all, episode 106 is in the can. And we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace, Peace. people. Peace. Enjoy the holiday. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.